Don't worry, Lou. That's not a hint at what you're... <laughs> it's zombie. You related. have to give zombie relationship advice. <laughs> I want to uh, my. Uh. <laughs> hey, that's dirty. We don't talk like that on the show. Okay. <laughs> Not anymore. Kids, come on down and open your presents. Yay! Just when you thought it was safe to enjoy your holidays. Why do my presents have blood all over it? Daddy, who's dad? Is that is that Nicholas Cage? I'm not as crazy as everyone says. Nicholas Cage. It doesn't matter how far you run. As every zombie in this movie. Guys, there's got to be a way to put an end to this undead terror. There are some demons you just can't escape. I, Ryan Reginald Beatrice, have the perfect zombie weapon to take care of this. Is that eggnog? Sometimes a man must be a man, and sometimes that man needs his own elf. God, it's a Christmas miracle. You're a bad man. Oh. Oh. Don't get your tinsel in a tangled cage, Kringle. I didn't know that, really. Blue, Ryan, look out! Here's some milk and cookies for you, you zombie bastards. How's this for some holiday cheer? <laughs> you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. Feliz Navidad. This time, they're spreading Yuletide fear. Don't get your tri- do I say, Cage Kringle. Don't get your tinsel in a tangle, Cage Kringle. Look at this guy over here. Makes two face thinks he owns the place. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's death. There Incoming bad zombie joke. Oh, that was the wrong button, but broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in snowy New Hampshire, where the ditches you dig might just come back to bite you. Literally. Joining me as always, my round table of survivors, underground in a secure location to the north, the one and only busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. Howdy, it's just as snowy here. I'm hoping it all warms up and goes away soon. And tell me about it. Snow, snow, snow. But you know who's used to snow? Uh, well, first of all, we have two people north of the wall tonight. First one, we'll kind of just skip over him. It's uh, my guy, Ryan Murphy. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Hey, there's, there's no snow here. Okay. Hey, anyway, and also joining us, we have another special guest today. I believe a couple weeks ago we had uh, her better half on. Hey, hey. Just, just kidding. <laughs> it is the co-host of the Gamers and Podcast and... The latest rage, the Angry Chicken podcast, Jocelyn Moffat. Hello, hello. We don't have hello. snow, we have rain. 
Yeah. No, this is the first time we had, this is the first time we got it where it's actually stuck to the ground and people are already freaking out. <laughs> and they were already saying blizzards for tomorrow or the day after or something. What? I didn't know that. But at least where <laughs> I live, and I'm not that far from you, man. Oh crap! I got to pay more attention to the weather. Wait, aren't we all in the same secure location? Oh right. Yeah. Uh, no, we're good. Skype. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to each other in separate rooms. Uh, so Jocelyn's here. A couple weeks ago, we had Joel on, which was a great to get his take on The Walking Dead. And uh, this week, Jocelyn, you are also becoming a Walking Dead fan, huh? Well, I've always been a Walking Dead fan, and I, I mean, I even read some of the comics before the TV show came out. I just uh, generally, I'm not a huge zombie fan, but Walking Dead is definitely something I fanboy out about or fangirl out about. I don't know. I like it either way. It's good. It's good either way. <laughs> Well, I definitely want to get your take on the latest episode and the fact that I missed last week due to Lou's plague that he somehow sent to me virally, even though he wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Thanks, thanks, Lou, for that. I went from having like this flu to like a, a head cold type of thing. It, it's been great. It's been a great week. If it helps any, I think the epidemic spread throughout my office where I work too. So. Oh, it's all your fault, huh? <laughs> Way to go Quiet for the holidays. <laughs> This yeah, is they, how it always begins. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The mysterious plague. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of mysterious plagues, I want to go ahead and get into the news so we can get into the Walking Dead talk. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Hey, Lou. Lou, are you there? Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Did you 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 live in Maine, right? I do. Uh, I heard you have a buddy that has an amazing voice. I do. Um, so this week I got a message from a friend of mine, and she said, "Hey, did you know that Maine's doing uh, Walking Dead lottery tickets?" And I was like, "No." So she sent me this YouTube link, and I'm playing it, and as I'm hearing it, I'm like, "Wait, I know that voice." Yeah, why Don do La I know Fontaine. that? Vo- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, I know that voice," and I wrote back to her, I'm like. I know the person doing this. Who is it? And she goes, it's your friend Jesse. He's doing voiceover for the State of Maine Lottery Bureau. And I was like, oh, my God. So I thought that would be something to share with the audience. It's really funny, and he has a fantastic voice. Yeah, actually, I have it right here if you want to listen to it. It may be too late for them. But you can get the Walking Dead scratch ticket from the Maine Lottery. Scratch your way to $25,000 and other cash prizes in an- How great is that voice? It, his voice is so good that uh, the convention I was going to go to two weeks ago, he went, asked somebody at a panel a question, and they stopped <laughs> answering his question and said, so question is, do you do voice acting for radio or anything? Because you have the perfect voice for it. <laughs> That is a pretty fantastic I just, voice. <laughs> I want him to fill in for me and just say whatever I tell him to say for an episode. That's what I want to happen. I was going to so, say, like, we should get him on or get him to do some voiceover or something. It sounds like he would be able to do – well, I mean, you know, who, who is, is it Coltrane, Pat Train? What, what's the guy's uh, name? Coltrane. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. The, the little video at the beginning that was for our listener that sent it in a couple weeks ago. Probably should have mentioned that. Um, that was Felice Navi dead with uh, some special guest work by Coltrane, who also has an amazing voice. Yeah, we can get them to have a voice want, off. I don't know if I'd want to be on a show with them. I'd be like, dudes, your your voices are making my voice sound like crap. Get out of <laughs> yeah, here! Right. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, uninvite them. Come on. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty cool. I, I was hoping with the main, you know, the, it's weird to me that Maine picks a scratch ticket for The Walking Dead. I don't know why. Are you guys obsessed with it over there in Maine? Um, I, I'm not sure. I know I'm a huge fan, and I know a lot of people in my office are talking about it, and I just sit there and listen to them talk about it and laugh, and they're like, why are you laughing? And I'm like, nothing, because I'm going to go home and record a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it weird that the the state of Maine is doing a lottery ticket based on The Walking Dead, and uh, you know, a week after we just talked about that hoax last week. Remember that, Lou? Yes. Yeah, it, it was like a hoax about The Walking Dead shooting in Maine, and everyone was super excited. And it's like, well, here's about your... halfway through the article, and you realize the guy's full of crap. Yeah, he's talking about real zombies wandering around the state of Maine. So, so maybe these are for the zombies. Maybe. <laughs> <Could be. laughs> Oh no! It's too late for them. Didn't you watch the video? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I, it is. Gotta... It's not just the state of Maine that's doing it. I know there are several other states, but everybody does their own commercials for it. So, please tell me that Georgia has a state Walking Dead lottery ticket thing going on. Uh, they, because they if they not, to. that would be ridiculous. They probably have stamps with the Walking Dead on them. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, they can pretty much get anything Walking Dead on it. So. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, I, a walking to scratch ticket is kind of cool. I, I might venture to Maine just to buy one. I hope you don't but, mind, Lou. I'll be in your territory. That's not a problem. But, you know, what would you do if you won a lottery ticket jackpot? Um, uh, I don't know. I'd probably buy more lottery tickets. Because I'd be addicted <laughs> at that point, wouldn't I be, right? Maybe, maybe. Oh, okay. You know, it'd be cool, though, if, like, on the scratch ticket itself, if you had a chance to win a role as a zombie on the ticket. Like, mm, like instead of winning money, sense. you could be an extra in the wild. Like, they'll fly you out to, like, one of the episodes. That'd be good. Screw extra. I want to be a star. <laughs> star zombie. Oh, yeah, you want to be the one that uh, that's half-eaten in the well? Or would you rather be the I don't one know. Maybe under the, the lake. Tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, no, but no. that lake zombie looked pretty pristine, to yes. be honest. Yes. <laughs> we can get into that talk later. First, speaking of Christine, Ryan, you're getting married soon. What? Right? <laughs> oh, right, right. No, that's I totally true. thought that's where the how would you spend your lotto winnings was going. Was it I, the, oh, I would finance my wedding. Well, funny you should say. Yeah, Lou, Lou yes, did said. pass the baton and I swatted away. I'm like, no, Lou. Yes, you did. Yes, I want to be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I am getting married, and I, you know what, I, I think this article here where two people got married at like a zombie wedding, I think I'm going to bring this up at our next wedding plan meeting. <laughs> I think Ashley's going to smack you in the face. Shortest, shortest engagement in history. <laughs> I just want, I'm just going to say that now. Hey, uh, this, you know what, this looks super cool. I mean, they look like they had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is over in, uh, where was it? In Heart- somewhere uh, nearby me. West, West Hartford, Connecticut. That's not too far from me. <laughs> they had their own zombie themed wedding where they actually, like, legit had a zombie themed wedding, not just, like, the makeup and the dress and everything, yeah. but, like, coming out of a coffin, all that stuff. And even the bridesmaids, and from what I saw in the video, the groomsmen, I almost said groomsmaids. I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, nope. They were now. all dressed up. <laughs> I just made it. Um, they were, they're all dressed up too, which was, it was kind of cool. And like, they danced all to like, you know, the monster mash and from what I hear in the article thriller stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that's kind of neat, something different enough anyway. 
Well, I mean, you know, if there's something I've learned over the last couple months, just bear with me, kids. I'm going to give you a lesson here. Feel free <laughs> to write this one down. Um, is that a traditional wedding is all right when you're trying to please your older parents. I'm trying to be nice here, but the older <laughs> generation is, is big into the traditional weddings. And, and here I am sitting here. It's like, I don't want to do the same thing. I've, I've seen this a million times. And I'm not necessarily saying that I'm going to go scratch all my plans and have a zombie wedding. I mean, because that requires both parties to be totally interested in zombies. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to pull it off. But I think that if both parties are, are as, as interested in zombies as these two were, and they were able to pull off this zombie wedding, that's something really special, you know, and they're going to remember that. They're not going to remember, like, well, yeah, I guess you're going to remember your wedding, but <laughs> but I'm not going to remember your traditional wedding. I'm not going to remember Sh- our wedding, Ashley, unless you Shortest. dress up like a, z- like a zambi. <laughs> Shortest engagement ever. Okay. I'm telling you, man. I know, I'll, but you understand what I'm saying in the sense that I go to a traditional wedding, it's like, I'm not going to remember that. I go to a zombie wedding, I'm going to remember that. Well, and there's more and more examples of stuff like this, like just in, that have been in the news. I want to say over the last like year, year and a half, like, mm. I mean, I've seen uh, Minecraft weddings, Warcraft weddings, like all kinds of like video game themes and pop culture themes. And this is yeah. just kind of an extension of that. I mean, they took they took it to the extreme. But I mm. love the idea of guests wearing Halloween costumes for an October wedding instead of, you know, the normal wedding fair like that's just so much fun like I, it looked like i don't know if it was his parents or her parents but were dressed up like you know kings and queens of egypt and stuff and i was just like that's so cool yeah well i mean uh, it's it's just it's really interesting because um what i've learned is that a lot of the people involved in planning a wedding uh, that you pay for are really are really down with all this crazy stuff you know, like traditionally it was like you hired a, uh, a church and you hired a hall. And <laughs> Can then, you hire the church? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the church would be like, you know, we're going to do a standard wedding and, and they wouldn't, you know, they don't let you dress up as zombies in a church. Trust me. I've tried it. <laughs> Have and, you tried? You know, they're, they're really staunch about that stuff. And nowadays it's like you want to have – like I literally sat down with uh, uh, the sound guy who is also doing our uh, MC and he said – what are you guys into? It's like, I don't know. I like video games. I like Star Wars. You know, I do podcasts. I like zombies, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. And then he left. No. <laughs> he said to me, he said, well, that's interesting because I just did a wedding on Saturday where all the groomsmen had like lightsabers and they played the Star Wars opening as they walked down the aisle. Then Ashley left. And then I went with my daughter and I said, I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. But it's just but it's isn't crazy. that an awesome idea? Yeah, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> but I was in a wedding that did something similar. Yeah, uh, cool. we all were in bare feet and uh, kind of hobbity and walked <laughs> down the aisle, and I got to be the ring bearer. <laughs> you know what's funny? Did you fall over and slowly grab the ring as it fell? No. <laughs> oh. I could out of everyone on this show, out of everyone, including Jocelyn. I can picture Lou making a zombie wedding out of everyone on this show. Yes. I feel like it's something you would do if you had the opportunity to get married again, which I, I hope you never do. I'm glad you're no. happy. I'm sorry, <laughs> if Lou's wife, if you're listening. I oh feel my like God. Diane would totally do it if Ashley was on board. I, you know what? It's I'm trying to inject as much crazy stuff into our wedding. I'm starting small. I mean, you know, we're we're doing some fun stuff, but nothing, you know, we're sticking with the, you know, 
the groom wears a tux and the bride wears a wedding dress. That's not changing. That's probably the most traditional thing about the wedding. But, I mean, we could go crazy. But uh, I'm not. I'm also not really interested in having a super zombie wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I'm not. I, you know what? I, I, I applaud these people. They look like a lot of fun. And I would have loved to be at this wedding. It, mm. know, right? it would have been fun to participate in. I don't know if I would have wanted it to be mine. But then again, I'm not a huge, huge zombie fan. But... You yeah. have to be a, a diehard. Really zombie. into whatever it is that you're doing in order to make it the theme of your wedding. And especially when it's like everywhere. I mean, I'm sure that there was a zombie cake and, you know, just every detail was probably like black and white and silver. And yeah, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to be really into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, weddings make people happy. And you know what makes me happy? Weddings. A little TV show that's on every Sunday night, 9 p.m. my time, someone else's time, somewhere else, sure. Um, it's The Walking Dead, and it's episode seven. What are we going to tell the camp about Pete? We'll tell them he died on a supply run, saving our asses. They really want to believe it. People believe what they want to believe. Everybody loves a hero. Here we go again. It's the governor, and he's acting up, guys. I, he said he changed. I don't think I believe him. Kind Not of, even a little. Yeah. yeah. So all, um, my, all my hopes and dreams are gone from last week. I, I was gonna say I remember you had hopes and dreams. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. We were hoping yeah. for something. We I, I we were cautiously optimistic that maybe we would get something different. Um. I mean, and I my theory was that you know the theory of hitting rock bottom. He hit absolute rock bottom, and one of two things happen after that. You recover and become a uh, functioning person in society like myself uh, or you go back to your old ways uh, you know like every- is, there, is there something you're not telling us Ryan well I mean <laughs> I was, are you wearing an eye no <laughs> he couldn't have a zombie wedding and now he's all mad <laughs> that is rock bottom to some people being just yeah. a zombie wedding <laughs> so shut up but you're right though I mean I watched last week's episode plus the one that just happened and i was kind of on the side i was listening to the show when i wasn't there and like i was listening to lou hoping just hoping and saying almost pleading on the show like i hope they keep going in this direction mm-hmm. and it's like they heard lou and went no uh-uh, not gonna happen um oh my god I, okay i i have to i have to jump in because you're all treating the governor as if he's some normal human being this guy is a freaking psychopath mm-hmm. like there is no return to normal because he's not normal. He will never be normal. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. Like, this guy is a masochistic whatever, whichever the one is where you like to hurt other people. And That's he's just word. completely psychotic. Like, there is mm-hmm. no coming back. The man, if he was in regular society, would be a serial killer. There is nothing. There is no anything here. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're all wrong. You're, you're, you have a very valid point. You're but very I, right. What what the weird thing is is this kid right? He finds this other little girl, 
and swears to protect her almost are you guys getting the vibe that it's like him trying to protect his own daughter all over again yes yeah absolutely that's exactly like, what they're going for okay and he then even makes did you catch it where he makes a comment where i'm not gonna lose you again mm-hmm. yeah and it was yes. like and she gives him a look like what's he talking about they're not even being subtle about it anymore no, right. well, that's what I was going to say, is they're, they're very obvious about it. Like, almost like you see him, you see him with a little girl, and you see him kind of looking like he wants to be the dad again, and you're like, really? This is, this is the route we're going? Mm-hmm. He's going to go all crazy again to keep this girl safe and pretend he's you know, with his daughter again? Um, it, it's very weird to me. It's really weird to watch a show that's just following that one character, because I'm so used to so many things going wrong at once with so many different people in the prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That now we're just following this singular story and seeing w- what the hell he's been up to for the past, like, whatever amount of time, growing a beard and whatnot. <laughs> Am I the uh, only one that really didn't care that if he had just never come back to the show, I would have been totally okay with that? I, w- I would be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, um, that's where it was heading for the longest time. And uh, when Joel was on the show, we talked about how cheesy an ending it was with mm. him just appearing at the end as if it's a big thing. And it's kind of like, I I would have preferred to have him disappear for longer, you know, maybe, yes. maybe two I was seasons kind from of, now. I was, that's what I had said last season was he yeah. got away. And I was like, I hope they don't bring him back next season. Mm-hmm. I hope that like, if they do bring him back, it's like the last episode for next season where they like use him as the interlude for the season after. Oh, wow. Exactly. That would have been fine. That I, would have been I, really effective. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, they jumped right back in. But Well, well they stated and, pretty much right away after season three wrapped that the governor would be back in season four. So yeah, uh, we, I just, uh, it's really unfortunate because my favorite part of the season, like the first, um, I can't remember if episode one was a yay or an A, but definitely episode two through five where they were, fighting this invisible enemy and the it wasn't the zombies anymore it wasn't even other people which is usually what i really enjoy is like how yeah. disasters affect people mm-hmm. now they were fighting this invisible thing that they just didn't have the tools to combat in the sickness the flu that was going around and killing everyone in the prison and i that was so interesting and i was like wow like i never thought of this i didn't see it coming this is amazing like i was so enjoying that whole storyline and then they end it with their governor's back and i was like really yeah. oh. well as someone as someone who just got over the flu not too long ago i can tell you that that shit gets old really fast um, i wouldn't want to talk about it for much longer either no, i don't know if you're... i would have wanted it to go on much longer than it did i thought it was a really well done storyline and i mean yeah. i was on the edge of my seat through those episodes but then, like, I just, I wanted them to keep pushing forward as opposed to just going, like, this feels so rehashed to me. Mm-hmm. Which well, is my problem with it, too, because they they really, like, it's almost like a backward step for them. Yes. And, like, everyone, there was so much bad press about the last season and how it ended and the governor itself. And everyone loved him as a character, but they didn't like where they took the show. And mm. now they're just bringing it back. And I'm worried that it's going to do the same thing. Like, he's going to be back and he's already... I mean, did you guys see the clips for next week? Or Joel, Joel well, told me... 
you you don't do that, right? No, we don't do that. <laughs> okay. We we pause it that. for no spoilers. Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers him. I mean, I'm he's used to um, like Netflix or like downloading shows or whatever you want to do. Whereas me, I'm used to watching cable. It wasn't until I moved here that I didn't actually have cable anymore. So I'm used to the whole next time on blank. So, right. I mean, if you want to tell me what happens in those scenes, it's not, I don't see them as spoilers, but he okay, does. Okay, <laughs> good, because I really want to say it. He, okay. he gathers a whole, that whole town together. I mean, I guess we could talk about the episode first. I mean. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, so, you're skipping over some key beats Let's there. just go to the end. I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> okay, he ends Brian. up falling, falling in a ditch, <laughs> right? This giant ditch looks looks really familiar. It's something that the governor may have built himself. Um, and who rescues him? What's that dude's name? Uh, Martinez. Martinez. I looked it up that... so we wouldn't call him second banana again. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I keep thinking I keep thinking it's Martinez, but then going, Oh, that sounds racist. Oh no, <laughs> that's gotta Martinez. be wrong. Oh shit, <laughs> they can't do that. I should probably double check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so he ends up rescuing the governor out of this pit and um saving this little girl and he pretty much goes on to tell him, you know, if if it weren't for the people you're with, I would have left you in that pit. And uh, he asks him if he's a changed man. He says he is. And uh, everything seems to be going all right. I don't know what your take on this, Lou, was at this point where he was kind of uh, walking with as, them. As soon as he said to him, I would have left you in the pit, I was like, you don't tell him that. <laughs> You're going to die before this episode is out. And then like 10 minutes later, bam, he's dead. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, but he was killed for... A, a different reason uh and, and i mean that's even getting i mean the interesting thing that happened after that is that you know uh some time passes and then we see him sort of get integrated into the group they start taking right. on supply runs you know everybody yeah. does their bit kind of uh and martinez and, if that is his real name um <laughs> right up from the beginning tells him hey i'm in charge you don't like it you can leave mm-hmm. like right right just right off the bat just like this isn't your show anymore I think that my biggest problem with all of this is that knowing what Martinez knows, he, like, I mean, he saw the governor running Woodbury. He saw him just like, he's seen everything. He's seen the mowing down of the innocent people. Like, he's been there for the entire thing. Yeah. You, you can't look someone in the face and say, have you changed from that time you murdered 50 yeah. people right in front of me? And he says yes, and you go, okie doke. Like, no. <laughs> no, you sit. You push the dude back in the pit, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta say, if I was Martinez in that situation, I would have been like, "All right, give me the girl, and, and I'll see you later." You're on Bye. your own. Yeah. If yeah. you make it out, good on you. Have good luck I'll on the road, sort of thing. <laughs> but right. you know, like, yeah, you take the girl, say, "I'll keep her safe," and and that's the end of it. And the governor's not in the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, we all win. Exactly. <laughs> so. But he ends up, like, and this is what I don't get. So they all have some beers, and uh, they're talking about where they came from and everything, and the governor is super secretive about, you know, what he was doing. And that, that place they were in, and I don't know if I was just from being sick watching it, was it the governor's former area of living? No, that was just no, like a no. survivalist cabin. That- okay, because they were talking about the heads on the wall, like the heads being kept and stuff right. like that. Were they, talking about, they were talking about him, right? No, 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 they were talking about No, the no, heads there were heads the on the floor. Yeah. From the guys oh, that he killed and labeled I must have missed liar, that. murderer, or whatever. What Bob, what you missed was the reason they were in that cabin is they had heard there was a survivalist guy out in the woods and they thought that if he was dead they could get supplies or they could 
maybe negotiate some supplies for Okay, I, I missed that whole scene then. And so, I just... <laughs> the whole way to his cabin, they kept finding bodies of, like, army guys without heads. And they had signs on them. And one said... Uh, one was uh, liar, one was racist, or rapist, oh, rapist. not racist. We're back to the racist thing again. No, rapist. Martinez. Uh, Martinez. Okay, I must, I must have missed that whole scene because uh, it didn't make they, sense to me. And then when they get to the, the actual cabin, the guy who had killed those army guys was at the door dead, and he had a sign on him that said murderer. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah, well, and then, the heads were in the cabin. Yeah. Oh, he kept all the heads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But just rolling around on the floor, not in jars or anything. Okay. Because missing that scene, it sounded like they were talking about the governor because he had that collection of heads. <laughs> well, I don't I'm think like, anybody knew about that except for the survivors, right? Well, that's why I was kind of like, what happened? Even then, like, what... I I did uh, like Martinez and the rest of them. Like I know the the doctor guy, he knew about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that ended up killing Andrea when he became a zombie. Um, and then Michonne knew about it, obviously, because she was yeah. in there. Andrea knew about it, and the governor knew about it. But I don't think, I think that any it. of the governor's minions well, knew anything about no. the that's jars of heads. That's why I was all like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I must have just <laughs> Remember when you had that collection of heads? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good time, guys. <laughs> so they have these beers and everything, and then the next they go to the next day after they have this like weird like talk of like, hey, we're all men bonding here. And like, you know, I... With The Walking Dead, the way it's written, like, it makes you want to feel like everyone's kind of banding together and they're comrades, kind of, you know? Yeah. And then um, they go to the next day. They're all drinking beer, having lunch, and uh, Martinez invites, uh, what's his name? Now Brian, the governor, mm-hmm. uh, to go golfing. And that's where things got a little more interesting. Right. I don't know about you. But, well, um, I mean, it, it shifted towards – it started to look like the – Martinez guy was starting to bring the governor under his wing as second in command and they were all chummy and you know getting back to the good old days and talking about what had happened to the other survivor that was with them I guess he had passed away a couple months after they split yeah but his uh, name was stubby or something or something with an shabby ass. or shabby or stubby it wasn't something stabby like that. because then he might have survived <laughs> but it might have been shabby it was sh something but anyways um he you know, ends up talking about, what was it? He asks, uh, the governor asks, can you keep this place safe? And he says, probably not. You know, like, why Which promise is a that? fair enough, honest answer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. because I mean... I don't know. See, this is my other really big problem with this episode, and mm-hmm. it's my problem with TV in general, is when normally kind of intelligent with it can handle themselves characters start making bad decisions just for the sake of driving the story forward you cannot tell me that martinez would have done anything even drunk alone with the governor it doesn't make any sense like not after everything he's seen not after everything he knows like it just it, yeah, you it, don't, it you rubbed don't me trust the him. wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know, ever. I know we don't trust him as viewers because we've seen everything else. But of everyone in that camp, Martinez knows all of the governor's backstory. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that he would ever let himself be alone with the governor ever. Well, ever. He, wa- he watched the governor mow down a group of innocents. So, I mean, well, exactly. he must have some inkling. But the other thing is, is that, I mean, that's the big, you know elephant in the room is that he watched him kill those people but the other thing we have to remember that this show is bad at displaying 
how much time has passed. And sometimes that's a good thing. And in this instance, it's a really bad thing because it's hard to tell, well, how long has the governor really had to integrate with this group? How mm-hmm. long has he been with these these chicks? I mean, but last even week... Then, you know, I mean, like, if you, if you look at it timeline-wise, mm-hmm. like, we've got... The incident with the governor where they try to raid the prison, it doesn't go well. They end up um, mowing down all the innocent people, or the governor ends up killing all those innocent people, and the three of them strike out on their own. They have the night at the campfire where the governor just is letting the zombie burn in the fire, and then Martinez and the other guy end up leaving Mm -hmm. the governor to be on his own. And it doesn't really line up with what's happened at the prison. I guess there's kind of, there's some time at the prison because there's crops growing and stuff. But then in terms of the actual, like, flu virus at the prison, those four episodes take place over, like, two days. That's, because yeah. they live, you know, so if you take the four episodes of flu stuff is two days and then there's a little bit of time for crop straight, Like, you've got three months max to go from mowing down innocent people all the way through to the governor standing at the gates yeah. of the prison. My theory was it was probably six months max. Was the my that that and that was pushing it. Yeah, that was enough time for them to catch pigs, plant crops. Well, and uh, Michonne had said the 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 trail had gone cold. So you might have mentioned months as a time frame. Mm. But I mean, I would assume that I I I assume that the show has that in order. But I'm just saying it's really hard to tell where stuff is taking place. The only thing we know at the end of this episode is that the storylines are in sync. Mm, yeah, yeah, they you know. they end with the merging of what we know. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's really tough. But again, that's just me trying to give these guys a break. But you're right, Jocelyn, Lou, and Bob, like all of you. <laughs> Me oh, playing right. devil's it's advocate for some Ryan reason. against the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it, you're right. Like, there's no reason to trust the governor. And Martinez is like, you know, after that first swing, he's like, God damn it. Well, you know? yeah, so basically Martinez takes him up to this, like, this, like, secluded place where he's hitting golf balls all by themselves. And I'm like, in front of the zombie place. pit. In front yeah, of like, the this, zombie pit. <laughs> this is the last place I would want to take someone that's killed millions of people is... Yeah. Somewhere alone where no one else can see or hear us, like with heavy blunt objects in front yeah. of a pit full of zombies. <laughs> yeah, and I and I've been drinking a lot. I'm really drunk. So oh yeah, I forgot uh, about the drinking. <laughs> so uh, always the drinking, but um, Martinez. so he Martinez. What are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> so he goes. The governor ends up after he asks the question of like you know can you keep this place safe and he's goes crazy and. Hits him in the back of the head with a golf club and drags him all the way to the zombie pit, screaming, I don't want it, over and over again. Did I hear that right? He just kept saying, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, I don't it's, know if he meant. The only thing that I could think that he potentially meant was, I don't want it, as in, like, I don't want to be in charge. Like, I don't want command or, you know, something. Like, if you want to be in command, dude, go for it. Like, I don't, oh, that was, I don't want it. That was Martinez screaming? Then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah. I was trying to. I think wasn't it? Well, I was trying to sort I, out what was happening. Was that makes more sense. I mean, the governor saying, "I don't want it. I don't want it." I thought it was the governor, and he was oh, saying, was "I don't it? want oh, I might, it." I might in, be misremembering. I, I don't know. Like, I they were both drunk. Listen, I was drunk. Um, <laughs> there I don't, was a lot I don't of drunk that was happening uh, in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, I thought he meant as in, like, I don't want to, you know, go through all this again and have a place that's not safe and lose my fake real daughter. Thing. I, I don't know. The governor is freaking yeah. crazy. Like, 
He could have been saying... When they first introduced him, I had hoped that maybe they were going to do something interesting with his character, and he'd turn around. And then by the beginning of this episode, I was like, nope, he's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind. yeah, well, that's, that's it. Like, he kills Martinez. Then he goes, gets, gets the people that he's with, and he's like, we got to get out of here, right? Like, right then he's like, I'm out of here, right, Lou? And he goes driving away in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, and then and- they find the field of mud zombies. Yeah, well, yeah, what was that? The, the quicksand I, pit of zombie death. <laughs> <laughs> Which was apparently blocking the road, even though there was plenty of room off to the right. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, kind of like, like... I don't want to go Governor off-road it. Let's go. I don't, this is an old car. It's it's a station wagon. I, I don't want to... I, I, what happened there? Was that intentional? Like, we're going to plop these zombies here and scare people? Or do you think that just happened on accident? Uh, no, I think it it looked accidental. It looked like there was some kind of like mud hole, small pond, swamp area that just got all torn up with all the zombie wandering that's been happening. To be honest, I'm not even sure that the governor killed Martinez with a plan. I think it was just he lost his temper, killed the dude, and then afterwards was like, what can we do? And then he watched the other two guys kind of make a mess of everything and went, oh, I screwed up. I can't do this. Mm. And then... are you, you t- Okay, well, according to this, what happened was Martinez has offer, offered him a partner-based leadership position. He offered according him second in command. According to this? What is this? What I'm, reading, this? I'm reading a document here. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in. Just, just in. <laughs> I don't have any papers. There we go. You know, uh, that, that's, well, you know, and that makes sense. I mean, he, he, the, the he probably is, wants him there. The thing is, you could tell the governor was itching to be in charge, I think, because, like, when they went out survival-looking, survival-looking, <laughs> when they went out looking for sur- – when they went out <laughs> to that cabin, woods, and, like, even before that or after that, when they were out there and they found that camp and um, – Okay, that was – you get, you're oh, jumping around. You're I'm, confusing I'm, me so much, good yeah. sir. Martinez is dead. Let's move on. He's dead. So He's then they go back out again for another run. Uh, after uh, Softy, yeah, Softy said, oh, "I'm taking charge," which was a huge mistake. So they go out uh, for another run. They find this camp, and uh, what's uh, the other? They're brothers, evidently. I didn't know that, but yeah. one of the brothers says, "Let's kill them." The other brother says, "No, let's leave them." And the governor's in the middle, which is totally a. At this point, we still don't know that the governor has is doing his you know crazy devil dance because at this point, I thought that he killed. Martinez because Martinez was the only one that knew his backstory. Um, right. At least that was my theory. Obviously that was thrown out the window. Um, yeah. And uh, they leave this camp and they go out and they find some squirrels and some canned nuts and uh, on their way back they find that the camp has been looted and everyone's murdered, right? So that was sort of an example of I had thought the governor had killed them all, you know, yeah, just that, some that sort of way. Exactly. my thought too is I, I was that. like, how did he get away from them in time to slit all those throats? <laughs> yeah, but at this point, yeah. we still don't know that the you know, of course, he could have. Yeah, of, of course, the governor is still the governor, but we still don't know how far crazy he's gone. At this point, we just think he's still holding it together, even though he did just kill a man with a golf club. Actually, he fed him to zombies, so that probably... And fed him to zombies. Yeah. I think that's the key Hung here. His head over there and... Do I don't want it! Yeah, he that was, was that was pretty impression. crazy. So then, well, uh, you know, yeah. they get back, uh, and after that, he tries to leave. I think that was the point at which he's like, okay, I'm in over my head. 
I need to get out of here. These, but it really wasn't explained. He just sort of like things are going bad. You know, uh, we need to leave, kind of thing. That, yeah, I that's think what the, it was. I think one of the big problems is that, especially over the last couple of episodes, they have mm-hmm. tried to explain a lot of story points with by using the governor, whether it's looking at things like they're missing that like well and and i mean joel said it when we were watching the the inner monologue so you're trying to explain your story and tell your story using someone that is clearly insane so the sane (laughs) the sane viewer has no idea what's going on in the governor's head and so the governor stares at something like the pit of mud zombies or the dude in the lake or the camp full of slaughtered people and you you literally have no idea what he's thinking and what the show is trying to convey to you. So you just like the whole episode just left me kind of going, "Huh?" Yeah. Me too. That was my exact reaction when it finished and and even the preview for next week was still the same reaction and it's like I think I think that this you know, having they could have done the opposite where they still had the governor tried to explain without an inner monologue with the governor reacting to things still would have been yes. fine if only the sh- the episode wasn't you know depending on you trying to figure out what he was thinking mm-hmm. you know yeah. if they there had, was too much of that yeah if it was just like if they had left it like that and and you know you didn't have to think about what he was thinking it just kind of worked I don't mean I'm no show writer or Hollywood listener yeah. or whatever, but Obviously. it would have been shut up. <laughs> it would have been more interesting if they had used that as a strength rather than a oh, people well, figure yeah, it out. And the other reason it was t- too hard to figure out what he was thinking was because the last episode he made a lot of decisions that weren't very like his character, and it was like all yeah. of a sudden now he's back to being his old self, or is he? Like you're left mm-hmm. questioning, like what? What's his motivation here? But that's yes, you know yeah. Right up until the end, we don't really get that. I think the point where it where it uh, changes for me, in the sense that I thought, you know, he's still trying to protect these people. He's still, you know, I think the show is trying to have him come off as. We talked about redemption last week, which was crazy when you think about the governor. It's still crazy, yeah. <laughs> but the point of no return was when he 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 caught back, you know, after that that pit of zombies and killed. Um, softy or whatever the guy who was temporarily in charge he he flat out murdered him and that was the point where i was like okay he's definitely surviving the only way he knows how which is being crazy they asked him in the bus they're like what are you doing he's like surviving goes over the next rv and stabs the dude goes over to the next rv hey i killed your brother just so you know pretty Um, cold have 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 a cigarette (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that you and I are going to do what we have to do to lead these people the right way. We need to be strong, no matter what the consequences. The governor was just pissed because the guy couldn't kill a camp full of people to get their food, and then they end up dying anyway. So you know the governor is – he would have killed those people immediately. Well, was was he pissed that they lost yep. out on the food, or was he pissed that they that he didn't kill, him, kill the people He's in the first place? both. I think he's pissed that the guy who was supposedly in charge couldn't make a decision but that would see, better his own group. That's the issue we're talking about in the sense that we have differing opinions because one of us is convinced the governor is right. crazy and the other person's like, well, maybe Wrong. he has a shred of dignity left. So I think that's – again, that, that comes back to the issue here is that we're left oh, to kind of – After he killed Martinez, I, I felt like he had no – absolutely no – Problems whatsoever. Well, he was still. Be, it was still a dick move, but <laughs> yeah, I, a dick move, bit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was can still. I also, 
I also want to share a theory. So he goes okay. back to the other brother's tent, uh, ca- cabin, and, or RV or whatever. Yeah, they all had a lot of RVs there, which is kind yeah, of awesome. Definitely, definitely points park. a gun at him, says, I, I did what I had to. Your brother's dead. Now you can either follow me or, you know, you can die here. And the guy goes, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. My theory would be, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll follow you. Turn my back. Here, bang, you're dead. Now we're now I got revenge and you thought I was following you. Well, Bye. The brother the brother too, I think, knew that his his brother, 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 wasn't um <laughs> very he felt like he wasn't a very good leader. Like he wanted to raid that camp. He wanted to kill those people. Yeah. I think in inside of his head he knew he wasn't strong enough to lead that community that they have. And I think that's in the back of his mind going, If my brother were alive, we'd probably all be dead. You know, that kind of thing. I don't know. That's just kind of the vibe I got was. Wow, the parallels to to, uh, Rick are are pretty crazy in the sense that you have this guy who's trying to uphold humanity while still surviving, you know, not raiding the camp, eating squirrels, you know, Mm -hmm. collecting nuts off the ground, that kind of survival instinct. I mean, and then the governor just flat out prison shivs him, you know, like. And then he jumps him in a lake. Well, yeah. All in chain. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's like um, it's the substitute for the fish tanks. Like it's just—he's a collector. He's a collector. He's going to do it again. There's going to be a hundred zombies at the bottom of that lake just so we can look at them. That's the issue. What that brings us to the the big issue about this season and what we were afraid of is that they're doing the same storyline again. Yeah, with bigger. Now they have a bigger budget, so I'm sure they're going to have like a. A, a fucking helicopter come in again and actually do something interesting this time. You know, yeah. like it's, it's I'm why repeat I, it. Yeah, I was really, really disappointed with this episode because they killed off. I mean, they they kept the one brother, but I mean, I liked Martinez. I thought he was a good actor, and I thought he brought a lot to the show, even in his kind of small role in the last season. Yeah. And then I both the actors that they revealed to be the brothers. I mean, you've got one guy, which you kind of knew he was going to die because he's a Whedon actor. Like he had a big role in Dollhouse. He he was in the Avengers. Like as soon yeah. as you see Whedon, you're just like, oh, dude, you're fucked. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> so saying fuck. We let, we let Ryan talk. It's good. OK. <laughs> um, and, you know, like so as soon as you see him, you're kind of like, oh, I hope he sticks around because he is really, really good. But, you know, he's probably going to die. And then the other guy is from Fringe and Oz, and you know he's a really good actor. And oh, so he always Fringe. plays exact roles just like this guy. So I was well, like, it's true, "Oh, yeah. they play into they play into his strong point. He's going to play the same guy he plays in everything." Okay, yeah, hey, yeah. You know that what's is bothering true. me? Um, the mother of the daughter that the governor is in love with, mm-hmm. the, his like girlfriend. I know her from somewhere. Like I've me seen her on too. TV, and for some reason she looks like Maggie from The Walking Dead. Which I couldn't get out of my head. I don't know why, but I don't. I can't. They I do look find very her. similar. I can't I, place her either. It was bugging me like crazy. Now it's bugging me again. But anyway, um, I am so the episode, her. <laughs> I tried. Oh. I don't know her name. Um, she's not in the credits. Uh, so the the episode ends with the governor at the prison, like we saw from previous episodes. After we see him looking at a guy who's reaching up at him at the bottom of a lake, and. He holds his gun open over Michonne, mm. and um, the episode ends. Now, next week, you see the governor. This is spoilers for anyone that doesn't like to listen to previews for next week's episode. Joel, pause the episode, or skip ahead a minute. Joel, don't listen. Don't listen. Uh, Jocelyn, don't tell him. Uh, 
he gets the troops together and they have a confrontation with Rick and the gang. Uh, that sounds like a band name. Um, confrontation so, with Rick and the gang? Just Rick and the gang. <laughs> oh. So the governor goes, gets his people saying, hey, we can take these guys out. They got all these supplies. We need to do this. And then you see all these cars and stuff lined outside the prison gates and you see Rick over there and he's saying, like, I'm not going to give this place up and the governor is going crazy. There's going to be another epic fight scene like we were at the end of the last season. Can I also say, I think I saw his tank. Yeah, the he brother that drives a tank. Yeah, I, I saw a there, tank. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't really? know. It's like, doing this exa- it's like they're going to just copy and paste the old like fight and put it back in like, yeah, here we go. Well, there's a tank now, Bob. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But, but here's what I don't get. And, and I mean, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the 30 seconds that we did see because we know what TV does to the brain. They they take like an hour episode, take the best parts and jumble around into a 30-second trailer to get you to tune in and pay your cable bill. Um, but I... Oh, I got to do that. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> um, I, I really don't understand um, how you could have a big confrontation in the mid-season finale. Um, something is going to happen, obviously, but I really hope it isn't confrontation at the end or confrontation halfway through and then the episode ends with, uh, you know, well, okay, let's, you know, passively, aggressively hurl rocks at each other from both camps until the end of the season and then we'll have this all over again. You know, I I don't want to be with six episodes where they're like, you know, they're just talking bad about each other at each other's camp, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be something, since we are approaching midseason, I think it's going to be something that is going to dislodge everybody from the prison and we're going to get a new setting. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the prison is going to play a big role going forward. Um, but again, I haven't read past, um, I think I left off when they got to the prison in the comics. So, like, I, I'm not coming from any comic-based anything, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I really firmly believe that, I mean, unless they're planning on not having a next season and they're just, you know, going to recycle oh, no, the storyline. It's, 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 it's been renewed for another season. Yeah, like, I think the fan rage over having the exact same confrontation in the exact same place with the exact same, like, bosses on either side, like, they're just, the fan rage around that would be ridiculous. Like, they they won't do that. I think they're going to get rid of the prison oh. as a safe zone because there's also that problem too, right? I mean... Yes, they did do the the um, epidemic in the first yep. few episodes, and that was really interesting. But there's really nothing else that they can do with their main characters in a safe, walled-in-by-concrete setting. They have to get them out and moving again to get that suspense back up. Mm-hmm. So I think the prison is, is done for one way or the other. I think they're just going to ruin it to the point that it's not safe for anyone, and, and that's just going to be it. But I agree with you 100%. The issue, I feel though... Like they- Especially with a tank involved. To to be honest, (laughs) I don't think the governor lasts the whole season. No, I I don't think so either. I think it's going to be, they're going to end with this fight over the prison and that's going to be the mid-season finale. It's going to end mid-fight. I Uh, know what they're going to end mid-fight and then they're going to make us wait till whenever the show comes back to find out the results of the fight. But But I think... That's the biggest issue with this show is that it seems like they're not listening to the critics. The critics are saying the best part about this show are the character moments and the interesting human-on-human interaction, not the fighting. The fighting is the least interesting part about this show, I, I would think. Yeah. You know, especially if they're going to involve a tank. You have which to understand that writing about fighting and combat 
is easy for writers. They just go, yeah, just shoot at things and then we'll cut it together and we'll make something. But it's not easy and to it, shoot. <laughs> it, it, well, it's easy to write. They don't have to yeah. pay anybody to just shoot fighting scenes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it, you know, we don't know at this point and the mid-season finale from last year was, was, uh, interesting and it was, it, it ended mid-conflict as well. So, you know, Lou, you're probably, you're probably right. I think, I, yeah. I think Lou, when Lou the show returns, right, so. when, I think when the show returns next season, the prison's going to be destroyed. Nobody's going to be able to use it, and everybody just ends up going their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. My, right. my prediction, real quick. Yeah, what's um, your prediction? Then we'll, we need to read a reader prediction. Yes, Uh-oh. and then we we got to get Jocelyn out of here too because yeah. it's late. Um, so <laughs> we'll get we'll, we're gonna need to get uh, we got your prediction already. So I I agree with Jocelyn. I think we're gonna end the mid season with the prison being completely destroyed. And the governor being killed, most likely by Carl. I feel like Herschel might die as well. Are you talking um, mid season or season? If mid-season. the governor if the governor doesn't actually shoot someone, then I mean they might as well just get rid of him as a character because I mean yeah. you can't you can't have him stare, staring down the barrel of a gun and then either lower the gun or miss the shot. Like I mean, we're gonna lose, I think, one of those two characters. I really hope it's not Herschel because I do like Herschel, but I mean the, the guy is—he's—he's yeah. he's had his time, and I mean, he's I've been, been a predicting fantastic his character. demise since last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lou really <laughs> doesn't like Herschel. I mean, <laughs> oh, I love Herschel, but when he had he no leg, like I was like, either, he's though. dead weight. They're gonna kill him off. That's yeah. true. I think he's I think the mid-season. Yeah, I think the mid-season's gonna end with. Um, I bet you even Carl kills the governor. That'd be interesting when it or kills mm. the little girl. I don't know. But anyway, I think the season's going to end with the prison being destroyed and Rick pretty much telling everyone they got to find a new spot to live. And that's how we're going to pick up to the next season. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and get into that um, listener prediction real quick here. Okay. You want to go ahead and take this one, Ryan? Sure, I can read it. You've been talking enough. Uh, <laughs> prediction from <laughs> Jimmy Lobrat. Uh, here is my Walking Dead mid-season prediction. The governor tries to kill Michonne but kills Herschel like – Jocelyn said. Uh, they start an all-out war. The governor ends up living until the season finale, but the only survivors will be Maggie, Glenn, Rick, Carl, and Tyrese. Oh. Keep up the great show. Love The Walking Dead talk. Now, I wonder uh, if... That's a lot of deaths. Deaths? Deaths. I don't know. A lot of death. Death. Thank you. There's no plural to death. Deaths, so, yeah. Death is a thing. That's a ton of death. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's a lot to take crap. in for a mid-season finale, yeah. and that, that would, would but that would yeah, be that well. Line. He said he said season, season finale, finale, not mid-season. He oh, said he did. season. You're right. Finale, yeah. Well, that would be in line with what Bob said about the prison being completely trashed. decimated. Yeah. 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 So I know it's uh, late for Jocelyn, and I think you have one more thing you want to just discuss. <laughs> Who that, I did. Yeah, you know. Oh who the yeah, no, is. I, I I looked her up on IMDb. It turns out you just don't know how to IMDb. So I don't know. No. <laughs> um, okay, so her name is Audrey Marie Anderson as the government governor's love interest. Um, ah. I can't remember what her actual name is in the show, Lily. but uh, she's from the unit. Oh, that's what it was. I love that. Yeah, show. she's the she's ah. the main like army wife in the life, unit. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. I could yeah. go to bed tonight. Exactly um, right. <laughs> Well, before you get out of here, do you want to uh, go ahead and tell everyone where they can kind of uh, find you when you're not doing this show? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, I am over on AMOVE TV pretty much exclusively. Um, on Monday nights, I do the Angry Chicken, 
angry chicken. <laughs> See, I'm tired already. <laughs> With huh. uh, Garrett Weinzerl and Willie Dills Gregory. And uh, they are from the StarCast and the Instance, respectively. And we talk all about Hearthstone, which is super fun. And then uh, every Friday night, you can find me with Ryan over on the Gamers Inn. And both of those shows are on AMOVE, so you can find us on AMOVE TV slash live. Oh, well, thank you very much for uh, sitting in. We, I really appreciated uh, all the banter you gave with us for Walking Dead and the zombie news. And we'll have to do it again sometime when the season finale rolls around. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. All right. Well, have yourself a good night and get some sleep. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. No, just kidding. We still got a couple more things to do. A couple more. A couple more. All right. Well, we would like to thank Jocelyn again for uh, joining us. That was a lot of fun. Love getting different guests' opinions on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I know. I, you know what? I think uh, I think having different predictions on is interesting because it mixes it up from our normal discussion because I think people kind of know what our opinions are and yeah. having someone else comes in mixes it up but also brings different thoughts out of us. Yeah, Whether it's it be great. That the governor is is good or bad or whatever. Yeah, it's really nice. And if you guys want to go ahead and email your predictions, like um, Jimmy Lebrat, I hope I said that right, Lebrat did. Um, go ahead and do that at info at zombiesatemypodcast dot com. And uh, Ryan, speaking of zombiesatemypodcast dot com, mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and uh, get into where everywhere we are when we're not here, where we are here. Okay. Where. Well, before we we do that, I want to did did want to mention that uh, our T-shirts available at Slash Loot. Uh, search for Zamp, and you will definitely find an awesome T-shirt that I now own and am not wearing now. But you know what? I'm, I'm not wearing it right now. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't even talk like that. Uh, but it is a fantastic T-shirt. Uh, you know, black, white, ash, all kinds of sizes. Um, and it supports the show and, and allows us to give away sweet prizes. Like, I think we should give something to this person who sent in their first prediction for this season. If they get it yeah. absolutely right. You get it absolutely right, wow. we'll give wow. you something. That's a big big prediction. Okay, well, mostly right. If he gets a lot of the good points, I mean, okay, stuff we'll, in there. We'll, we'll let Lou be the judge. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I just thought I'd mention it. Now that it's live on the show, we have to do it and we can't forget. Um, but speaking of listener feedback... We got an email from Andrew Burroughs. Uh, he says, I love this show. You guys rock. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Thank uh, you. I have a great idea for the show and want to submit it. It's called Ask the Busy Zombie Lord a Hard Zombie Question. I love that idea. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> he says here, now they can be serious or funny, but here's mine. I'm going to read this in Bob's okay. bad zombie joke voice. I don't know what that means, but... Um... I'm excited. I have no idea what this says. All right, Lou, uh, should we get some music for this? I mean, I've been staring at this note the whole time we've been recording (laughs) and going, oh no, the spotlight's on me. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is good. Okay, so it's Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. Yeah. All right, so here it is Dear Busy Zombie Lord, do zombies have to go to the bathroom? And if so, (laughs) do they just do it without knowing they're doing it, or do they do it properly from force of habit? Go. Uh, I think they just go. I don't think they have any control over their things. I think it comes out one end and it goes right out the other. Because otherwise, it'd be gross. I mean, think about it. Either like way. I mean, I mean, that's interesting. What kind of question is that? <laughs> Poor Andy. Don't make him 
make fun of Andrew. He <laughs> created like, a it's segment. An awesome question. I never thought of that. <laughs> what have you guys done? He created a segment. Yeah, he did. That was great, man. That was awesome. So, uh, uh, so you think zombies actually do go? Though those parts still work, they're functioning. I think they go until they don't go no more. Well, when you think about it, <laughs> they have those to eat to survive. The zombies have to eat to survive. Therefore, they have to have some sort of way of getting the nutrients of whatever they're eating into their systems. So, but and we have seen in the past that there have been zombies that eat, and because their stomach is ripped open, the stuff just comes out their stomach. So, it does go through the system somehow? Yeah, is an in, it is a tough I question. Think they have to. They I think they'd have to digest some of the nutrients to keep going. Otherwise, they'd just rot and fall apart and. No virus would keep them alive as some of those, as oh. long as some of those zombies stay alive. Well, The so. Walking Dead would be done by now. That if, was, if, that if, was awesome. Yeah. But uh, he ends it by saying, keep up the amazing show, guys. And I want to end this segment by saying, uh, Andrew Burroughs has created the, the, the next segment in the Zombies Ate My pa- Podcast guys. Mythos. And it is user-generated. So we will not continue unless someone says, uh, sends us another Ask the Busy Zombie Lord a hard zombie question. Please keep sending them. This is awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that. All right. Well, thank you. uh, Thank you, Andrew Burroughs. There's a hockey player named Alexander Burroughs. Maybe that's him. I got got confused. Maybe. Um, So, yeah. Well, thank you. That's going to be the best segment in the world. I'm telling you right now. So, you guys, go ahead and send those emails into info at zombiesatmypodcast.com. Ryan, Mm -hmm. tell the fine listeners where they can find us when they're not listening to us. Okay. You can go to zombiesatemypodcast.com where you will find links to all of our fun stuff, including this show. Um, email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com for segment ideas or just to submit content for our Walking Dead talk or our Ask the Busy Zombie Lord a Hard Question talk. Um, we're on Twitter. Follow us at Zombies Podcast. Like us at facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. Plus us at Google Plus or google.com slash plus zombies ate my podcast uh you know check out our videos on youtube that's a thing now youtube.com slash zombies ate my podcast <laughs> and if you want to follow the the, the co-host of this show you can find myself at r murphy lou at the busy zombie or at busy zombie lord bob at bobbert f and be sure to check out joel duggan because he gave us gave us he provided us with fantastic <laughs> artwork for our website, iTunes, and our T-shirt. You can find more about him at joelduggan.com. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you, Joel. And thank you, Lou, for answering that question with such a serious tone. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank Jocelyn Moffat for joining us tonight. Stay tuned next week for more Walking Dead talk. But till then, keep those eye patches tight. And those ball and chains at the bottom of the lake. So, I do have something to say while we're closing out here. Uh-oh. You know how the governor never says what his job was during, like, before all this happened? I have a theory now. I thought he I think said he was, like, a tax guy or something. They never really say, at least when they ask him in this episode. And all I kept thinking was, you know, I think he's a disgruntled uh, 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 swim instructor. Because he keeps, th- he keeps sticking people in water and That's watching true. them drown. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I actually, I also have something to say. Incoming bad zombie joke. Oh, yeah. Luke Page. Actually, I'm going to ask it to Ryan Murphy this time. Oh, okay.
Ryan, what did everyone say about the big zombie party? Uh, it was a uh, it was a dead dead party. I don't know. Close. It was dead and full of stiffs. <laughs> uh, that's like a hey, porn joke. Hey, seriously, last it? week, great job, listeners, with the jokes last week. Those were amazing.